0: welcome to this episode of let's chat i'm your host chris revel i'm coming at you from the cat cave in providence rhode island wonderful guest today we have carly she runs the core temp arts podcast network it is a new podcast network featuring pop culture geek and tv podcast carly is awesome um she has a, also a host of two podcasts that pop this life that i absolutely love that i've been listening to for a while so it was really a treat to have her on because it's uh, someone i've been listening to and building this one side relationship with. And it was fun to actually just get to talk to her. Uh, there's other shows in this network. I also love though. I listened to, we got five, which is with Peter and Devin. But, uh, Peter of course has been a guest from hydrate level four and we've got five has been a guest on here twice. Once with Charlie Fortini from naked and afraid. And I uh, came out as a guest once really great guy, just, uh, fucking such a fun episode. A lot of good talk about like gender roles, television, Bob burgers, masters of none. Uh, you know when you just meet someone who just loves TV as much as you, you can you, you can find yourself filling an hour without even trying. Uh, what a what a what a great chat! I really I really respect Carly for all the hard work she puts in because Core Temp's puts out some amazing content. Please go to their website, coretemparts.com. com. They're on Twitter, Facebook. Everything you really need is on that website. Uh, they have ways where you can contribute financially. Uh, I know I'm gonna. They got the. I'm going to go get myself some free audiobooks from them. Give them a review on the old iTunes, just uh check check their site, send them a voicemail, just just they're really all over the social media so uh, the, I really what a great episode. I Carly will be back on the show cuz we had so much fun we're going to do it again. Uh quick plug for the show. As always, I'm on Twitter at Let's Chat Podcast. we on there's a Facebook page. Um I was recently on three different podcasts that all debuted uh, the day I'm recording this. So all very different podcasts, too. So first, I was on... I'm going to name them off in the order that I recorded them in. Uh, You can go to ritualmisery.com, and you can go to the Undaunted section. Uh, Anthony was a really nice guy. He's actually based out of Korea, and it's a podcast for podcasters about how to make your own show and just advice so that was really fun so please go to ritualmisery.com. check them on facebook twitter youtube all that good stuff uh, please give it a download it always makes me look good because i was on the broken brain podcast with uh, my good friend dwight hurst who's been a guest on the show we talked about the luminosity scandal and like Pop neuroscience, uh, that was a lot of fun. And then I was on the X Epic Dudes X podcast with uh, Bloodbath Birdsey and Ronnie Scouten. and that's where we kind of talk about hardcore punk music, and uh, did some reviews. And uh, those guys have also been guests on this show, so it's crazy. I was just telling my wife there was a time where I just really wanted to be on a podcast, and I had to start my own because there's no other way. And I get to guest on them, uh, tons of fun. Again, we are on the Misfits Network. Make sure you check out uh, all of Carly's hard work on uh, the Core Temp Arts webpage. Follow on social media. Carly, thank you again. Let's get to it. Remember, now I'm in the cause I tight. Time to get paid. Blow up like the world trade. Yeah, I mean, I definitely found your show literally through Podcast Party. There's no no surprise there. But, like, oh. um, I really just got it. Like I was like, oh, yeah, Peter. Um, I don't know. If, I have no idea how to say his last name, so I just call him Peter V.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, <when> I, <laughs> I don't know if he wants his name out there or so i'll tell you yeah
0: (laughs) oh yeah no he's made fun of me for always getting it wrong when he came on i was like oh good thanks for peter something and but it's not even him i'm just i have a hard time with spelling in general so like um (laughs) so i was like yeah i was checking out we we got five and then kind of had been bouncing around and like um when him and Devin were on your show on that pop this life i was like all right i keep seeing this on twitter i finally need to listen to it and then i was i was listening to your tv one today and i was like agreeing with everything you said i was like oh my god this is like my tv soulmate
1: weird <laughs> thanks uh which one the 100
0: it was like it was an older one it was like too much tv too much damn tv or something like that oh
1: oh yeah okay yeah for um yeah. for that popped his life yeah 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 oh thanks yeah. no i know i uh, watch yeah. i watch a lot of tv not as much as i used to because i have yeah. little ones at home and
0: yeah
1: I, I recently cut the cable cut you know cut the cord
0: oh yeah so, i haven't had cable in like
1: five years but i still watch everything yeah, I know. Well, I you know, I end with the podcast and you know, building the network and all that. So yeah. I don't watch as much as I want to, but I still watch a lot. And yeah, so you know, on the but show like, I try to hit yeah. as much as I can.
0: With Netflix, Hulu, and like I steal HBO Go. I have steal FX. I have Apple TV. So like I steal my in laws' accounts for a lot of stuff. But yeah. like between Hulu and Netflix, I mean, I feel like I get everything I need in for the most yeah. part.
1: Yeah, yeah, I have, yeah, I have the same. I also have uh, an antenna, you know, those HD antennas. Yeah, yeah. So I have one of those in case I want to watch things live for the things that I have to watch live, and yeah, between what is it, Hulu, Netflix, all the premium channels that um, uh, we all steal, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> that you know I borrow, um, yeah. and and then like you know. Some of the some of the ones I can't find on on those devices or, or on those streaming services, I watch on like the websites or something. You know. So uh,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: I'm pretty good. I yeah. don't. Uh,
0: stars doesn't make their stuff very easy to get.
1: No, unless like, you have Stars were, Play or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't show up on Apple TV. So like, um, I I don't. Maybe I need a Chromecast or something. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't. So I don't watch Stars shows. But I mean, well, my wife is obsessed with Outlander. Yes. So she she just buys it on iTunes. Oh, so okay. I think that's the only show we like go out of our way for or she'll go out of her way to watch and everything else. I'm like, I want to see better call Saul, but I'm waiting until that comes out next month on Netflix. Right.
1: Right. Just,
0: I'm like, Oh, it's been this long. God, what <laughs> do I watch? I, I just watched flash before I came in here. Okay. And then God, I think, I'm, but I heard you were talking, I don't know, I was listening to a bunch of episodes, but I heard you, you're like the first podcast I listened to where someone finally referred to, uh brooklyn 99 and loved it as much as i do yeah, so yeah. i got so stoked
1: <laughs> I, I mean i i wasn't too keen on it like the first half of the first season and then i think it they started time. right they started to really come together and find the characters voices and find the show's voice a little more and and tone down andy samberg and once they did that once they kind of calibrated the show i was i was fully in and now i am i watched. Oh, yeah yeah now I'm, i
0: watched like, it last night it was great or, it was really good yeah, it was really good. Yeah, because it was the the guy from Parks and Rec who was like doing Parks and Rec and that simultaneously. I, I know he's one of the produ- executive producers,
1: yeah, so I wonder. Sure. I, you know,
0: yeah, you know he married uh, Regis Philbin's daughter. Yeah,
1: uh, who is that? JJ JJ Philbin?
0: No, Mike Mike Sure.
1: No, right? But is it JJ Philbin that he is that married? her name? I don't know her name, Uh,
0: but I was like every time I was like, "Oh, that's why there's always those Regis jokes," in, (laughs) like in parks or uh, in Brooklyn, and I was like, I was like, "Oh," but yeah, man, I think that show is like, because I love good like you don't see good buddy cop like you used to mm -hmm. like like the old Lethal Weapon days, and I think they do it really well. Like I agree, like I think Chelsea Peretti, who I love as a comedian, but her character I hated at first, but Mm -hmm. it. They toned her down, and she finally became bearable. And it's like, and now I think she's very awesome, and they know how to utilize her. Right? It took. They had a lot of characters at first, and it's hard yeah. to get them all to have one story. But now I kind of like when they break them up really well.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they really calibrated the show and the characters into uh, into something that's more, I don't know, easier to watch. Because everyone was a little yeah. grading in the beginning. Everyone was like at you know at eleven when they should have been at a good eight. You know, in terms of. Yeah! Yeah! Uh, I don't know, exciting or whatever.
0: I mean, the fact that Andre Brower, whoever thought that guy could be as funny as he is.
1: Well, he's a fantastic actor. Fantastic. Oh, he's incredible. He's incredible. One of the best. And and I think that what he's doing um, is a, part of the hardest thing. <laughs> the hardest thing there. And he's part of the reason that I come back every episode, yep. you know, every week because the straight it, man. Yeah, he, I, he and he does it so well. So I can't wait to see what he's gonna do. That mumps episode that happened two weeks yep. ago was amazing. <laughs> And, and every week he just surprises me uh, how good he is. I, I, I oh love Andre Grauer. he's fantastic. You,
0: ever, you must have seen Homicide, right? I think I heard. Black like on that. the street. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. then,
1: did you ever watch Men of a Certain Age with uh, Ray no, Romano and totally uh, Scott like Bacula?
0: got through the cracks? And I heard it was incredible. So good, underrated show that no one watched. And yep. I was like. That's on that, like, once that hops on a, a streaming and there's an, a snowstorm, I'll just, like, plow through it.
1: Yeah, and it's, it was only two seasons, so you're good. Oh, it was easy. canceled after the, the second season. And I think it was only my husband and I who watched it, and that, and that was it. You were and, the only two I people. Yeah. yeah, no, I loved that show. It was, it was, was. I heard it was great. Yeah, it was a good, it was a dramedy, I guess you would call it. Yeah. Um, but the performances is what I always kind of, characters and performances are usually what, what keeps me coming yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. And they just they just hit the nail on the head, and it was so sad when it got canceled.
0: Like the thing, like what Brooklyn does and Parks and like Classic Simpsons is like the thing I love the most. It's like I love my humor with heart, mm-hmm. and like I mean, if you trace it all back, I just find that I just love everything James L. Brooks has ever done. Right. How do you not? <laughs> yeah, like I was like, oh. Like as I got older and just started like listen, actually, man, listen to podcasts. Like it just put me down like the comedy wormhole. Yeah. So it's been and, and media in general. So it's it's so much fun. Like, it's like you get to like, <coughs> he, like you know you know a celebrity, but you know their work, but you never hear them talk, and all of a sudden you can just like hear them on a Nerdist or, WTF or any podcast, and right. be like, oh, you're actually a awesome human,
1: or, yeah you're, you're or human,
0: not awesome right. <laughs> <laughs> but actually more often than not I, th- I don't think i've ever listened to a podcast that hated the person
1: no i usually come away with with just like a uh, an, an extremely different mm-hmm. uh, a view of what i thought this person was i remember um hearing um will ferrell on wtf and, yeah. after, and after I was done, I was just like, holy shit, he's like a human person.
0: <laughs> you know? He's a like, lot smarter than I thought he was. Yeah,
1: just smarter and kinder, and and you kind of, like, I kind of knew that, but just actually hearing him for that hour or so, that he was just having a conversation, and he wasn't like on, you know what I mean? He wasn't like, oh, yeah. man, I'm going to do jokes, and this, and, you know, he was just like a regular person. That just made me, <laughs> I was, I'm, I am still a huge fan oh, of I the I girl, love him. but when I heard that, that interview I was just like holy shit he's amazing
0: you know <laughs> do you ever see stranger than fiction
1: I have yes
0: oh my god that's my favorite role of his ever
1: yeah
0: <laughs> I love that movie so much like it gets me every time in the spoiler but when he gets hit by the bus I'm like oh yeah, yeah. my god I can't even I can't even handle it yeah, yeah. but I love him because that guy and he like can do something I think he can do some stupid ass movies and I'm like whatever I don't care but the, when when he, when he when he when he's at his best and when he hits Oh my God, he makes me laugh like no one else. I can't, like, I can't even take it.
1: I know. I'm. Like, I mean, I, to me, the reason I, I liked him, just hearing how human and how regular, you know, a regular guy he was, is because I'm a huge fan of his completely absurd, you know, comedy. When it's just uh, when it best. just goes on, on a just ten, and you're just like, what is he doing? That's my favorite. That's my favorite. Uh, for that's what he does best. Right. And,
0: <laughs> even that movie, kicking and screaming, which got a terrible review, and mm-hmm. I don't think anyone would ever defend. I. Eh? I don't know. I really liked it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think I saw it once. I can't really remember to say I it. remember
0: being like, I like this more than I should. Yeah. <laughs> or like if you watch, like, Ink, I, And I always notice, like, Will Ferrell movies, it's like, uh, I don't like them the first time I watch them. Like, I hated Anchorman the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. Loved it the second time. I hated Step Brothers. Saw it again. Loved it the second time. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. That dude...
1: I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get over a cold. I've been oh, trying to get over a cold for like 72 months, it seems like. Oh, I'm sorry to and hear that. So I apologize if I'm like... No, no, that's fine. Coffee. Are you like in your basement or something? Uh, yeah, this is where is I record. that
0: your, your studio? That's my studio. <laughs>
1: that's a, <laughs> yeah, and damn, it's like freezing here, so... Damn.
0: And you're, so you're in New York?
1: I am in the New York area, yeah.
0: Oh, okay, so you're not like city, city?
1: I was born and raised in a city, though,
0: yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, That's awesome. That's awesome. Do you get to do you go in a lot for stuff now?
1: Um yes. Yes, I still have like, you know, the kids' doctors are there and my parents oh, yeah, yeah. still live there so oh, nice. and I'm not I'm not like a far away, you know, I'm just like a hop, skip and a jump. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah.
0: My but, in-laws live in Jersey, but like, you know, it's that the part of Jersey that's very close to New York. So like we always go up there all the time. I, I love, like, I mean, everyone says, I love New York, but I, I do. It's just, it's a great, great place. <laughs> oh
1: my God. We should like mm-hmm. hang out and have a yeah. beer or something. I like,
0: I have some, yeah. I want, like, I think that's the next step. Like
1: guys, we all got to hang. Yeah.
0: There's a lot of us that live near each other. Yeah. Yeah. As East, East coasters.
1: We, well, my, I have the, the, the show that I, that I'm part of that I guest co-host, um, TV movie mistress. Uh, we covered the 100 and she lives in Brooklyn so she's she's oh, here okay. and we met for the first time like we've been covering this show for i don't know a few weeks and then you know we met in December and and it was oh, that's so super cool. fun. so cool yeah and it was like my first podcasting buddy that i met and and it was actually it was actually kind of cool
0: I, Do you know you know Adrian I don't know if you know know him no him but Adrian from Adrian has issues
1: No i listened to the show
0: Yeah he lives like a town over from my in-laws house oh, and, nice. pa- and like we've tried a couple times, but it just never works out where I'm there the same weekend that he's there. Right.
1: Right. And it's
0: like, damn it. But one of these days, I'm like God damn it, Adrian, we have to hang out. Cause we are best friends. <laughs> and you, it's weird podcast. You talk to, I talked to some of the people from the podcast world, like more than I talk to my actual friends.
1: I, yeah, I concur. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. And I found that, I don't know if this happens to you, but I have also like, I've noticed that I have more in common with my Podcast friends that I've yeah. never met in person than I do with my actual yeah. friends.
0: Because we all have these weird niche niche things.
1: Right, right. And no, it's not, and I've found so many people that are just as obsessed with TV or movies or you know whatever little things yep. that I'm you know that I obsess about and I love yep. and I've loved since I was a little person you know yeah. and my friends aren't necessarily like that and my friends no. i'm not i'm not saying like you know that i just met them like i've grown up with these people and yeah yeah it's not the same i feel closer i feel like closer to somebody like peter than i do with like i don't know and you probably never you never met peter right no not in person like he's over no. there all in the west was coast so.
0: yeah yeah he's in oregon
1: oregon yeah um yeah but,
0: it's, it's weird i was like oh yeah but yeah and like there's people i've talked to like multiple i've been on their show they have been on my show we talk right. Like, at one point, me and Tyler from Cynical Cartoons were doing a show. Mm-hmm. We're like, we're never going to meet. We live in two different coasts, but it's weird. It's like we'll talk about The Flash once a week for yeah. an hour. Yeah, no. No, totally. but it's, it's great. Uh, so, I, um, so how did uh, Core Temp Arts come to be?
1: Core Temp Arts. Well, Core Temp Arts is something that I've been doing um, in different incarnations for a few years since about 19 – 19, I'm sorry. Since about 2005, <laughs> 2006. And it started off I used to I used to do a lot of like short films and photography when I had the time when I was, you know, single and childless and yeah. um and those things were kind of like what I used to do and I was like, Hey, I need a place to put all this stuff in. So yeah, you know, if you if you known me and you've known of Courts and Parts, you know, in two thousand eight, like Courts and Parts was just all of my photography work and some of my short oh, films nice. and all that stuff. And, um, once I started doing the pop, this life in 2014, I was just like, okay, you know, I could add, you know, this could just be like another branch of court and parts and court parts is like the umbrella. So I added genius. Yeah. I, I, I added this uh, podcasting branch to it and everything kind of stays the same. And then I added my second show, which is talking Shondaland and that it kind of, you know, that happened and it went well and I'm still doing it and then I was just like you know maybe I should just have a website and just have courts parts with just my podcast because that's what I'm doing that's what it keeps you know it, it uh I'm keeping that more current than my photography work or my short yeah. work and all that stuff so I took the photography and the short films I took that out of the website and I just kind of made it into my podcast and um and then you meet him, Peter and Devin, and all that stuff. And you know, them bringing the show, you know, show idea to me, and me, and me being like, "Yeah, let's do it." And you know, let's create this small network. So now Kurtz and Parts, you know, has turned into this uh, uh, little podcast network, little podcast network that could. And uh, yeah, yeah. So now we have three shows that are on the air, and is and on the website is just is just the shows and whatever guest uh, appearances that I may have had, or you know, my other co-hosts. And um and we're going to be, I don't know, premiering three other shows in the next few weeks. So, nice. you know, so we're hopefully by March, we'll have three shows that are going and, and, and producing content. So that's kind of, you know, a short.
0: That's awesome. So you, have you always been an art kid?
1: Kind of. Yeah, yeah. I've always been the kid that like, you know. I was in my room writing screenplays and, you know, oh, and my, awesome. and, uh, and watching movies and, and, and reading screenplays or writing stories and, or, you know, I, I, in high school, I was part of the drama club and that's where I met most yeah. of my friends. That's where I met my coworker, um, my coworker, my co-host, Cynthia, on That Pop This Life. And we've known oh. each other. We've known each other since 10th grade and where we met in doing uh, drama in high school. And you know, and it's, most of my friends are from there. So I've always been kind of that kid that's that's always been into art and drama and, like, you know, dramatic things or, or something yeah. that has to do with media because I love I love to consume it, so I was always one that wanted to produce it as well. Whether I do it well or not, that's a whole nother story, but yeah, yeah. I definitely <laughs> wanted to produce it, yeah.
0: Yeah, I was wondering how you guys knew each other because I listened to that um you and Cynthia like I'm sure as all your iTunes ratings would say the same thing <laughs> you guys have a very good um rapport with each other. Yeah, thanks. And it's really funny. Like Thank you, you do like re- so, I don't know if you guys really just, I mean everyone says the same thing but you guys just crack me up as well. Thanks. So it's really fun to listen to. But so you guys are all drama kids. So like yeah. you acted you were gr- acting in high school all that kind of stuff.
1: Right, acting. I mean in the loosest sense of the word, you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Were you always more the producer behind the scenes?
1: Right, I was right. Acting, I've never the I was never and I still am not the person that really likes all that attention. Like, you know, when when someone's a uh they say that they've been acting since they were kids, they always wanted to be in front of and entertain people and be in front of like you know, in front of people and audience. And that's not that's not me at all. I if yeah, I yeah. prefer to be like, you know, I was most comfortable, um, behind stage you know pulling open the curtain and mm-hmm. putting out props for for the kids that were in front of the that were yeah. a lot better at it too but yeah i was yeah. most comfortable I'm, I'm i'm mostly comfortable you know in the shadows than than in front of anything
0: well i mean that means makes a uh, photography right up your alley
1: yeah right exactly so everything is, right everything that i've uh that I've kind of stuck to and that I gravitated to, photography and filmmaking and all that stuff, and now podcasting, make, I make sure that I'm not uh, visible.
0: <laughs> I guess, See, and is podcasting the cheapest of these things you've got into? Yes. Because like, yes. photography and uh, short filmmaking does not sound
1: – No. it's an
0: expensive hobby.
1: <laughs> Super expensive, and so it takes a lot of money, and it also takes a lot of time. Oh, so, my God, yeah. And I know a lot of podcasters listening to to me are just like and podcasting doesn't take time. Yeah. Podcasting does take a lot of time. Yeah, but, but I the mean time it's not it's not know. the same. One. And two, the yeah. time that I that I spend and I do spend a lot of time on my shows is home. I'm home and I can you know, I have I have a one year old, I have a one and a half year old and a five year old. So I'm home and I can do this while you know, while he plays next to me on my feet. I don't have to be mm-hmm. on location, you know, shooting scenes yeah. and working with people and leaving my kids, you know. Somewhere. Have a home life. I can have a home life. Yeah.
0: yeah. Are, are they best buds? The, the your kids with that age difference. They
1: are. <laughs> I, I mean, that's I my. That's the.
0: I think that's the age gap of my brother and I. We're like five, four and a half, five years apart.
1: Yeah, my brother and I are the same. Um, they are, three and three years and eight months apart. So oh that's a good gap. It's it's a really good gap. I was my, yeah. my brother and I is just the two of us the same exact 3 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're cool. They're cool now. My my daughter wanted my entire second pregnancy, she was just like, I want a little sister. I want a little sister. Yep. And my husband kept telling her, you know, next time. And I was just like, dude, don't tell her next time. There's not going to be next time. So don't lie to her. But yeah. she did. And after, you know, we were just like, it's going to be a boy. It's going to be, you know, a little brother. He's going to be so cool. And then we would tell, you know, we would tell her who has little brothers to just convince her. And she's like, no. So it took about a year. So I, I think at his birthday, his year, his one-year uh, birthday, she was just like, oh, you know, I love him. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like she, Thanks for coming around to that. Yeah, yeah, she <laughs> just got around to, to being like, Aww. he's cool, Mom. You could keep him now. Though every once in a while she's still, she's still like, you know, maybe maybe we can name my sister Pinky. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And now she's into kind of like, you know, She's when she grows up, she's going to have a baby and that's going to be her little sister. So now we're Aww. in that territory. So, Aww. yeah, kids are fun. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, no. I, yeah, My I'm, my nephew's turning two on Saturday. Yeah. So oh, I'm so excited. It's fun. I love playing with them. Yeah. No. But when they're not yours, it's even it's easy. It's much easier. <laughs> it
1: definitely is because you can give them <laughs> just, back.
0: Just get right. right back. Like, all right. He's done. He's crying. <laughs> but no, yeah.
1: He's crying. He's wet. He's, he threw he's like, up all, right. you know, all the gross things you don't have to do.
0: Yeah I know, yeah it's great. <laughs> I'm like all right, you guys can go play with. But he's so funny. Yeah. I, like, so are you gonna? I mean, you know you don't want to push your kids into stuff, but uh, do you think she'll hopefully? Fingers crossed, one of them falls into the arts. No. Without being stage mom.
1: No, no, I don't want, I don't want that for my children. <laughs> no, get, get no.
0: jobs, take care of yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I am. My daughter is, she's very smart, and she's been telling me for the past year since she was about four that she wants to be an engineer and i'm just like dude go for it engineering is awesome you know we need more female engineers yeah Um, we do yeah yeah. so everything that i get her is not necessarily pushing her to be an engineer but it's just to kind of get her mind um Mm. going so if it's like a you know a crate or a box of legos or some art supplies whatever it is that she can develop her taste but right now she really likes tinkering and building things. and That's awesome. You know, that's, that's what I'm there for,
0: to support. What's What do kids play with nowadays? I know Legos are in.
1: Who knows? I have the hardest time. This Christmas was killer for I me. I don't understand. I, it's all iPad
0: toys and stuff.
1: Right, right, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Like, like, And the Legos, not, we're not being like these old footy-duddies in my day, but the Legos aren't like the Legos that I had where, like, you just made shit. They're all like you have to follow instructions to make a very specific thing, like yeah. a pu- which is cool but i don't know i also hated legos no
1: i i I remember i really like legos we recently went to the lego store um which i recently found out that there was a lego store and i was just like oh my god it's it's pretty cool super cool so i was in there and i was like oh look and oh my god i was like my head was exploding because it was just so awesome but everything was like a kit to do something and even when you bought we got her kind of the um you know like just a box with with 700 pieces or whatever they call it the creative box. Um, we got her that instead of a specific set. and But even that, you're right, it comes with, like, little instructions. So we make the instruction, the instructional ones, and it's a flower and a little car and a train and all that stuff. And she kind of puts up with it. And then after we make it, then she's just like, all right, I'm going to build my own thing. Like, great. You know? That's awesome. <laughs> I humored you guys now and let me do my thing. So
0: it's That's so true because, like, especially when kids are, like, little, people get really, like, it's very stereotypically, but it often seems to be dads who just get really hung up on the gender thing of yeah. like with toys. Right. But like if a le- let any, I mean, I'm just, I'm in that school of like, let a little kid play with whatever toy they want. And like, and but that also, you, you talk to any engineer, it's always the same story. I used to love Legos as a kid, mm-hmm. but if you never let your daughter play with Legos, then it, it's a real path that people go down. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's awesome. And engineers make like money. And, uh, yeah. don't have to live in your basement forever
1: right, <laughs> right exactly
0: <laughs> that's what we're all thinking no
1: totally i mean to Such me with um with the whole gender roles thing it, it was super important to me um because i was raised in a in a hispanic and a latino household and that's just kind of ingrained in the culture but it, so it was very very important to me to not perpetuate those roles those types yeah. as much as i could right because there's some things that you just you're not you can't even notice that you're doing it right mm-hmm. so as much as i could I wasn't, you know, uh, when it comes to like colors of clothing, right? Something so simple. People get so
0: weird about that Super stuff. Like, it weird. doesn't matter. It
1: really doesn't. Not when they It they're does babies. not matter. Like, it's
0: just like babies don't have a sexuality, it, yeah. and that doesn't determine anything. Like, God, I got—I feel lucky because, like, like I remember going to preschool and like we could play with whatever we wanted, and like we would play with Barbies, and it, the, but the little boys would play with Barbies the same way we play with every toys. We would just right. make them like kill each other kill
1: each other right and then fight, <laughs> yeah
0: because <then> <laughs> yeah it didn't matter if it was a barbie it was just like i want
1: to throw things around yeah yeah, yeah. no yeah, but i mean and, for my daughter it was the same like she got um a giant's football and a giant's um you know jersey and she got some dolls and she got some cars you know and she got some balls you know what i mean so it's just like we made sure that we told everyone that was giving her something like i definitely don't want any princess stuff like, all those is that hard Disney, to avoid? I, I, yeah, so but I, I I that's something that is very strict rule in my house. None of those Good. princess, you know, Disney princess stuff, um, and none of any of that because I just think that a lot of those princess stuff um, or in stories especially aren't necessarily that great for for young girls, at least not oh, God, for no. developing brains and all that. So that's a hard and fast rule in my house. No princess, anything. Um, but at the same time, you know. If she wanted a doll, she got it. And if she wanted a car and a train, she got that. You know, she could get that, too. And if she wanted, you know, an app on her on her on a tablet that was about, you know, educational, then that's fine, too. You know, and the same goes for my son. My son, he's awesome and he loves necklaces and bags. He's always walking around with a necklace and and a bag on his arm. And I'm just like, aren't you, you know stylish <laughs> so it's it, it is what it is like he will probably grow oh, yeah, yeah. out of it or he probably won't and you know what both of those things are fine totally oh, I, fine. Love
0: them. I love like those concerned parents I'm like a one-year-old you don't have to worry about what a one-year-old's doing in 20 years because yeah. it's very <laughs> there's very few things i still do from when i was one and play exactly. with like, like <laughs> oh my god i'm i'm 31 i don't i don't remember any of that stuff Just <laughs> yeah. let kids be i don't yeah it's i've noticed that with friends or family members who have kids and then you it's always seeing how others react when you have like the mom and dad be like no princesses and it's like well and it's people just love to talk i'm like just just stop who gives a shit yeah yeah
1: yeah Yeah, (laughs) and to me it's just like you can you can get her or you know you can get her a doll you can get him a doll you can get him a train or whatever it is it doesn't matter and it could be all sorts of colors because it's fine um and yeah i think we put a lot of Pressure on ourselves to just conform to those certain uh, gender roles. It's just like it's, oh, it's yeah. fine. It's gonna be okay. No one has died yet. Like don't
0: worry. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. There was that big that meme on the inline of like it was like, oh god, what was it? It was like some. It was a father. I think he was a single dad, and his daughter wanted to be a princess for Halloween, mm-hmm. so he dressed up as a princess with her. And I was oh, like, I oh, that's. Yeah. Like, yeah, i like, I'll totally do that. Hell yeah! I mean, it will look yeah. terrible, but whatever you want, I don't care. <laughs> it's funny. Just make your kids happy, people.
1: Yeah, yeah, because really all they want to do is play with you. And they're not thinking yeah. about any of that stuff. We're the ones that, Im- you know, know, as adults, that impose all that stuff. So just, it's fine. You know, Thoughts my husband so is usually weird. walking around when he's home on the weekends. And he's walking around with, you know, necklaces and hats and, yeah. you know, uh, bracelets and all that stuff because he looks pretty because that's what she did. And then they're playing Legos while they're both dressed like that. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, just hell like, yeah. it's
0: fine. Oh, he's a good dad.
1: Yeah, he's awesome. That's awesome.
0: I mean mm-hmm. I worked in a group I used to work in a group home and for adults with developmental disabilities mm-hmm. and one of the clients like she would always ask all of us to like paint her nails and none of the dudes I worked with would do it. They're like, No, I won't do that and I was like, Yeah, of course I will. Yeah. I'm at work. I'll do whatever I want to make this person happy. And yeah. like, she's an adult yeah. with like disability, like just just make her happy. It's not hard it doesn't make you anything if you paint somebody's nails.
1: But a lot of people do think that it will you know I've, a lot of people will Yeah like well they're
0: just insecure they're yeah. <laughs> if they really think that's how it works <laughs> and it actually reminds me of something um, cuz uh, our, our mutual friend Peter mm-hmm. from Hydrate Level 4 um, he I don't know why. For whatever, he would always like some of your stuff on Facebook but it would sh- you know how like on Facebook it's creepy so you see stuff that people you're not friends with Right for some you kept popping up <laughs> in my feed but everything that he liked that you liked I was like that's awesome yeah. but you I, so you posted this article which and we're not even Facebook friends Or at the time we weren't. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, but it was at the time we weren't. And I was like, and this is actually, I was like, when I saw this, I was like, oh my God, we were going to get along. I can't ask on the show. (laughs) You like, it really blew my mind. You posted that link of uh, like women breastfeeding, but like in what would be very sexual, not sexual, very beautiful and Mm -hmm. like kind of sexy poses. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah,
1: that was the response. It
0: it was in a good way. And like, it makes you think and it, it first it does that reptilian part of my brain It's like move the kid. I was like yeah oh that's what they're there for
1: yeah yeah <laughs> no i mean i had a lot of of uh, male friends being like oh that baby's ruining the picture i'm just like okay
0: yeah, you know, but that's like, instinctually that's yeah. like the that that is that is, I mean that's this, that's like where you go to that's like the reptilian part of our brains. Mm-hmm. But like, it's not hard to get past that to be like, it's the internet. If you need to see some boobs,
1: it's not hard, just, right? Just type in <laughs> boobs and they all show up. All yeah, sorts just of go on Google.
0: Right. Just go on Google, but it, but it was interesting. And I was like, all right, we're 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 of the same elk. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I was, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of that because it's like sometimes we're just so hypocritical about a lot of things. And this whole breastfeeding nonsense that's going on now is 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 like the latest thing where, where it just drives me crazy. I wasn't necessarily – um uh, I didn't like breastfeed in, in public, but that was like my own thing. that had nothing to do with like being well, all, shaped yeah. into
0: it. But, no, it's, all, it's about choice. It's not about wanting to do something. Exactly. It's about having the choice. I don't understand. Like I just – and you know, what? I used to think it was only men that were super against breastfeeding. Oh no! But it's really conservative women.
1: Yeah. 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 Or
0: because yeah. I remember what, there was this old show called Penn and Teller's Bullshit. Yes, I
1: remember. And they that.
0: had a yeah, they had a whole episode about that. And then they really they show the woman against this breastfeeding ta- oh, person. I ruined it. It was a person behind a breastfeeding task force, and it was like a woman.
1: Yeah.
0: And she was against it, and it was like,
1: why? and she had kids yeah well, because people see it i mean it's kind of like this whole it's a culture right boobs are for sex and that's what you know and that's what yeah. the culture feeds us in movies and tv and ads you know what i am yeah. saying? so it's just like when all of a sudden you see a boob out in public and it doesn't matter whether it has a kid attached or it doesn't matter whether it is is being sexualized or not and in the case of breastfeeding is not but, you know, you see it and it's out and all of a sudden it's wrong, you know, so it, oh, it's, I feel like we're so fast to say, oh, something is wrong. Something is wrong. That's wrong. You shouldn't do it. That's wrong. Instead of really thinking, you know, thinking before we speak. Well, it's always like, let's
0: just tell women what they can and can't do. With oh, their well, yeah, no,
1: there's also that. Right.
0: There's also I mean, <laughs> there's no one ever telling me I can't do anything because of my gender for the most part. No, not nope. at all. No. Besides giving birth, which I don't want to do. Right. So <laughs>
1: and <laughs> no. you can't yet. Nah,
0: that's, that's, nah, you know. I know. <laughs> not that I know of we're that's our secret that's right, that's, the man, the, yeah, that's the men. yeah that's the the male conspiracy we know the cure to give us, but we're not we're not gonna let you guys know that yeah yeah that we can give birth <laughs> yeah that'd be awesome oh man I mean that, that's something
1: that like we can talk about forever This whole this oh, yeah whole thing. that's but,
0: what the, the show is, but you know um I loved um which kind of connects but like to media well the thing about specifically that uh that that thing that you posted um I liked it because it was, oh man, it was art making a statement, and that made me think. And I was like, "That's what art is supposed to do." Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. At least and good I, art, at least,
0: you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not like big into the art world, so I, I, and I've had friends who are super into art and get mad at me when I start shitting on modern art. And I'm like, right. and I don't hate modern art, but I swear to God, I've been to museums. And I'm not even kidding. I went to the museum and it was literally a pile of rocks and they were calling it art. I was like, that is fucking stupid. <laughs> and they're like, you just don't get it, man. You didn't do it. I was like, I know, but like, look at like the Michelangelo or, mm-hmm. or some like beautiful piece of a sculpt. not even something famous. Look at like a, a painting in that same room. Yeah. And like, well, someone actually worked on that. Right. And this guy just took literally, it was a pile of rocks that they threw on the floor. And it's not, that thing isn't for me, but I, I do really, but, but I like art when it moves you, like like that thing you posted. It was like I'd never seen it like that. I was like, Man, it really moved me. So I was thanks Peter for clicking like
1: <laughs> No, it's great. And you know it's funny that when we think a lot of people when they think of art is just, you know, paintings and stuff in the museum. And art is for better or worse most of the things that we consume on a regular basis you know yeah in yeah. terms of pop culture so from tv to movies to even podcasts that's a form of art you know and oh, yeah. um so I you know you do you do like art you do consume art, and you just don't get that type of art and that's fine you know I, I it's hard to I was just having this conversation with somebody about food and they're just, and they were just like, well, you know, you have to have fresh ingredients. You have to have fresh ingredients, and 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 that's that makes pretty much that makes food good. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, you can be pretentious and say that, but sometimes that's not what makes uh, food good, and and that's not necessarily the case. And it's, oh, yeah, also, it's super subjective, and that's and that's okay. Yeah. We can have two separate opinions, and yeah. that's fine, you know. And I feel the same way about art.
0: Well, it's pre- it's presentation. It's the memory. Right. Uh,
1: the experience, there's so much,
0: you know? Yeah. It, it, it's it's cool when art when art does move you. It's the like music. Like I love live. Like I love performance, mm-hmm. like huge fan of like seeing stand up live or like concerts or um, it wasn't until my older age where I started to finally accept that I love musicals. Yeah, for, uh, I don't know why I was just so against admitting that to myself. Because but it's I, a I,
1: masculine, you know, feminine. It thing. is, and
0: I'm not like a super masculine guy, but and that and that shows how like ingrained it gets into you, even when mm-hmm. you're like, nah, you know, I'm a feminist, but I don't want to know I like musicals. because right, I right. think I'm gay, even though I think there's nothing wrong with being homosexual, and I support the L B G T Q. It's a weird thing. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: but yeah, yeah. I, I got to, I saw Book of Mormon, and it fucking blew my mind. Ooh. It was the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Probably my favorite piece of art I've ever consumed. Really? Yeah, I mean, I loved it that much. Like, it was funny. The music was just on point, and the story was there. And it, and oh my god, I loved it so much. So and because I, I love like and like when TV, like I've always loved The Simpsons, mm-hmm. and they always did musicals, and they were always like very based off of more famous musicals. Right. So I was like, oh, that's why I know all this culture.
1: Right, right. <laughs> Are you? Um, did you see with the original cast by any chance?
0: no no i saw this like two years ago it was actually the only, the second time i've ever been to broadway it was a gift from my in-laws for christmas so awesome. it was we had probably the farthest back seats you can get mm-hmm. and i couldn't imagine how much they cost <laughs> oh
1: boy yeah Broadway is tough i oh I, I only go to the shows that i really 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 can't live without seeing um yeah. and then you know then it's like you done half Hamilton, a paycheck. That, no i mean if i can get tickets for it i totally will. that's
0: I I didn't I still I don't understand what that is cuz I'm not in that world but then I'm like everyone keeps talking about this Hamilton things so I looked into I was like oh that sounds cool
1: Yeah yeah I know and um I would love to uh Lin-Manuel Miranda he's he's awesome I didn't I missed his in the Heights it was on for a short amount of time but his um his first musical that was on Broadway um but i have the the soundtrack and i listen to it all the time so i'm i'm a fan of his um from that and i'm definitely a fan of his from sesame street um because i'm He's watching on Sesame Street I'm watching a lot of Sesame Street now i'm like binge watching Sesame Street because of my Are oh, you watching old
0: ones like because Mr Hooper?
1: All all of them i've seen oh. the very first Sesame Street i've seen the last Sesame Street i'm watching yeah. Sesame Street all the time because of my little one um and he you know he did a lot he did a lot of music for you know or oh. two and he appeared on it um, so I, I'm I'm a fan of his. So I really want to see Hamilton, but...
0: I still I'll love see. the uh, Sesame Street Christmas special mm-hmm. with uh, Big Bird gets lo- loses Christmas and this gets stuck in the snow and they all sing Feliz Navidad. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Me a, that's a way back in the day. Yeah,
1: I have to see that one. I know we're, old, we're kind of real. powering through. We're going backwards, right? So from the okay. current new ones, so. you know, new ones to like back. But we did oh, see yeah, the first time. season. And that was, that was Where can you trippy. find those?
0: I haven't seen those. You go
1: on Netflix, yeah. and Netflix has, um, they have them in categories, which is weird. And if you go mm. to classics, you'll see the first, you know, like, episode yeah. 101 or something. Um, and that, that was trippy as all hell. Like, and to see the, the, the Muppets, oh. um, or the puppets be slightly different, you know. Yep. Spoiler alert, Oscar the Grouch was orange, and that, like, like that totally freaked me out um <laughs> so i, I love i
0: love muppets that. as well too
1: yeah <laughs> it's I, it's like, i'm not like, of... a fan of muppets but sesame street is is something special you know um and i'm glad yeah. that recently hbo kind of picked it up because it was losing this funding and hbo picked it i know up to do that so i'm, so I'm so really ha- happy for that that we're not losing sesame street
0: but oh god it's so good because I'm pretty sure Mr. Hooper was the first death I ever had to deal with as a kid.
1: Yeah, yeah, and the I think fa- a lot of
0: kids. And I remember being
1: crying.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: No, yeah, and the fact that the show um, decided to deal with it, to use it as an opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, to teach kids or, or, or have this conversation, I thought, yeah. I mean, fantastic, fantastic. Like, it's, and it's like, a good show.
0: I was pretty young when that happened, and then simultaneously, my friend in real life died. So it was like kind of worked in real life. It was right. like a rare thing. Oh wow. But, it, I was like six, so it's nothing nothing major. But yeah, I was like, oh, good for Sesame Street. And you look back, you're like, damn Sesame Street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good for you.
1: Damn.
0: No, I love, I loved it. it. That was like the thing we would all talk about in school. Oh, man. There's a good documentary called I Am Big Bird about the puppeteer who played uh, Big Bird. Yeah. Who is still around. If anyone is out there, check it out. It's really, really good. I know. I've been it's meaning
1: like, to watch mm-hmm. that one and Be and Elmo. I've been meaning to watch them. And for some reason... That I'm-
0: one's really good, I too. I know. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. Uh, and no, then I heard some stuff, and then, and this isn't
0: a documentary, but apparently, then that guy got, like, arrested or fired mm-hmm. for some weird sex thing.
1: Yeah.
0: But, like then, found, but
1: then I found, but
0: I actually had a puppeteer on here, and he told me that all that stuff, I mean, it was true, but it was, like, it was more of a blackmail thing, so it's okay to like Elmo. Yeah, He's yeah. not really that bad of a guy. It was, like, the big story came out, and then the truth came out later, right. and then it was, like, he already had lost his job. Right, right. Yeah, he was like, oh man. God.
1: sad. That's, or, I mean, it's sad extreme. all around. Um, speaking of, I mean, you love, you really like puppets and musicals. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Have you seen Avenue Q or do you know? Avenue no. C-
0: and I, I feel like I kept always being told I should see it and I never got around to it. Because mm-hmm. I was in college when it was going on and just, I don't know. I never got to. And I I regret it now because I feel like I would love it.
1: Yeah. Check, check, I mean, check out the soundtrack. I mean, at the very yeah, least. Never, I never think
0: soundtrack. to do that. Yeah. I've heard that one song. Everyone's a little bit racist.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's, that's really the one funny. that right. That's the one a lot of people know and remember.
0: But the whole yeah. the whole
1: show is pretty is pretty great. I think. Yeah. You'll, I think
0: you'll I like. Think it. I think I'd love it. Yeah. I think I would. And they toured around here. Okay, probably have a good enough. There's a good theater community, so I don't go to a ton, but I try to if I can. I go to what I can.
1: Oh, cool. What like, about Bob's uh, Burgers? How do you feel about that?
0: Like, my favorite show ever made.
1: Oh, my God. Isn't it, like, one of the best comedies I on TV was, right now? <laughs> I, I was – I
0: was I, – I, um, I work for a behavioral health company. I was with a client today, and we were at Newberry Comics. Mm-hmm. And we uh, – really nice kid. Like, I, 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 I really like this one guy. We're so much a lot alike. And we got in this long discussion about how Bob's Burgers is just the Simpsons and King of the Hill king of the hill had the baby and it's bob's burgers oh really <laughs> and that's how i feel it is because it's like early simpsons is very grounded in reality and mm-hmm. and, and family focused and the king of the hill was much of just like it's nothing exciting really ever happens in it and it's very grounded and story based and that's like bob's burgers like it's very grounded in reality all that stuff could actually happen it could that, that they could be your neighbors and it's about family it's about dysfunction it's one of the same people from King of the Hill works on Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think there's that influence. And I, I – right. God, I love Louise. God, I love her. Louise. She, she, yeah.
1: Yeah. She, She's she the best. The, she was my – yeah, she was my favorite in the first season. And I was just like, I just can't believe what I'm watching. And then and then slowly it became uh, Gene. Um, and then there was that episode – oh, crap. I can't remember the name of it, but where he befriended a toilet. A robot oh, toilet. Oh, when John Ham is the toilet and they do yeah, like yeah. their ET song. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. A, and, and it was just amazing. And oh, I was just like, this so kid has he has some of the best lines on TV. But what about Tina? Funny line. And now, now my favorite, for, or for the past like two seasons is um is the mom. I I just love the mom. Oh, Linda, the, I know. She's fantastic. A Tina, I know, I, I, like, I appreciate Tina, but there's, I'm not, like, totally in love with her the way I have been with, with the with the other characters, yeah. you know? But it's just, it's a really, really funny show. So funny that my husband and I were watching it, and we had to rewind it because yep. we're laughing at something, and, like, two, three, you know, jokes pass by. And we're just like, wait, what? Wait, what? What happened? And we have to, like, rewind it, and it takes us an hour to, like, <laughs> watch one episode, but it's so worth it. But The it, dialogue is so good. It is so good and so snappy and smart and and punny and I don't know, like it. It's one of those things that if you're not paying attention, you'll you'll miss a lot, a mm-hmm. big chunk of it. I, it's such an underrated show. It's so sad how I know you know I don't know. Fox don't know had it like at I... seven thirty at some point last year, and I'm just like, what are they doing? They're gonna kill the show. And, ugh.
0: It's, it's, it's I got... and I know it. Um, what was I gonna say? The, I like. God, I forgot. I lost my train of thought. I lost my train of thought. But yeah, (laughs) no, I totally agree. Like, I don't know why it's not the biggest show in the entire world. Like, it's so. Oh, it's very heartfelt. I think there is an episode last season where. What was it? It was like I think it was like the season finale, when they Louise and Bob find those old samurai movies Mm -hmm. and then they reconnect the 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 actors they don't like each other yeah and then it turns into louise thinking that you get older and you don't get to be best friends with your father and she almost starts to cry yeah and it's like oh my god like and that's what they do like and like they flesh out the kids characters like they're children Mm -hmm. but they actually have fears and emotions and i mean the i mean the the silly one with gene in the toilet is just as funny as it is, but it's about like Gene confronting loss of a friend, right. even though it's a robotic toilet that talks.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Because they take these absurd things, right? These these plots, right? But they ground it in the family and the in the heart of the show is really the family and their relationship, and that's what that's what that's what keeps you coming back to it, right? Yep. Because you're connecting yeah. with these characters, and also they're funny, but they're also in these absurd situations that comes right back around to being, you know, a, a, a real grounded part. It's just – it's very intricate, and it's, it's a fantastic, fantastic show. It,
0: it, it is. The one uh, – and well, <laughs> Louise is like
1: – sometimes she's like – oh, the thing I
0: love about Louise is that she's a little too mature for her age, and she kind of sees the world for what it is, and everyone's an idiot. But then there's an episode where she believes in Santa, and it's like, oh, you still are that little girl. You're, mm-hmm. you're just a little girl who just is too big – for her little universe but like and Bob they love their kids right. you know what else I really like about it that they're poor like you don't see right. enough of that on TV yeah like I um like Roseanne was the first show I think I ever watched where I saw like I was like oh not everyone's a millionaire right. and they had real problems right I mean does it I mean I guess it's not the most diverse show but sadly not all TV is right. like that always bums me out I I always want like did you get, happen to catch Masters of none
1: um, yes, I did.
0: Oh. Yeah. Besides being amazing, mm-hmm. I felt like I finally watched a show that took place in New York and actually looked like people that hang out in New York. Right. Like if you watch Girls, which I watch, it's just a bunch of white people. I'm like, I've been to New York, and that's not New York. <laughs> like I've yeah. been to Brooklyn. And it's not a bunch of trust fund kids. Like you, <laughs> you can't walk in New York without hearing. Everybody. And that's what's so great about it. Like I grew up in a, like a very diverse area, mm-hmm. so like it's it's awesome. But like when you meet people who didn't, it just it fucks them up
1: yeah yeah it's um it's hard, it's hard for me to, to to even imagine a place where where there isn't at least five six seven eight different nationalities um yeah. in your school or whatever because you know I was uh, again I was born and raised in New York and it's just yeah uh, it's it's kind of sad for me if you don't have that <laughs> but you know whatever the the thing with with masters of none that I that I appreciated is that's just like oh it's nice to see. It's nice to see people of color on TV. And not only that, yeah. but it's but it's also – it was a show that had – that was more than that, but that also kind of focused on that in, in a way, you know? It, yeah. It kind of yeah, – detracted, yeah. but it didn't at the same time. Like, they had a fantastic episode, which I think it was episode two, and it was called Parents. Oh, where, the Parents? That's the best one. I mean, these two characters had um, – is Aziz, which is Aziz Ansari's character, Dev, and he's the, the lead character, and his best friend, who's Asian, I think he was Korean?
0: Korean, yeah. Or Steve Yoon is his real name, I believe.
1: Yeah, but... In, but Steve I, something. But I'm pretty sure in, in the in show... In the show, he's Korean. He's Korean? Okay.
0: Because he's based off of the co-creator, Alan Yang, who's okay. Korean. Who's the creator, right. Yeah, Parks and Rec guy as well.
1: Yeah. Um. And the episode is just these two guys being like, hey, you know, I gotta hang out with my dad today. And the other one's like, yeah, me too. And then in hanging out with their dad, they realized, you know they're just that they don't really know their dad's story you know and then they get the two dads together to and for their dads to tell them this immigrant experience and this episode oh. is really about you know us about them showing you that even though that these people are immigrants because a lot of the world thinks or a lot of the US i guess thinks that all immigrant stories exactly. are the same yeah. right and yeah. it's not and these two kids, these two guys realize realized that themselves it was just like oh man i didn't think that you know my dad who came from india and then his dad who came from korea they have they had super different experiences and different upbringing upbringings and different experiences when they got to the country and one of my favorite favorite parts of um that episode is when the mom when um uh the I think it was Deb's mom, where she's just like, oh, what, you know, what did you do the first time you came to New York? Did you, like, have a pretzel and a hot dog, and did you run around Central Park? And she's like, no, I sat home and I cried. And that was just so powerful. I mean, it just, it honestly took my breath away. I had to, yeah. you know, you're watching it on Netflix, and you can mm-hmm. binge it. And I had to pause it before the next um the next uh, show started, the next episode, because I was just like, that. what did I just watch? That was just ridiculously good. And it's just showing you all these things. So that's what I liked about that show. Um, And it did that with gender, you know, and it did that with love later on in the season. Yep. And that's oh, yeah. what I really liked about the show because it gave you this not only multicultural look, you know, of the show, which it did. And it was a gorgeous show too. It was shot really beautifully. Oh yeah, um, man. But it gave you this multi, you know, dimensional and, and, and just, you know, the, just the different points of views, which is what we're missing in a lot of media nowadays, especially the popular, the popular media. We're getting, definitely getting more of it on TV even not getting it in movies. Um, and and this show was just br- it was brilliant at doing that. I think Aziz and did something really, really oh, yeah. special this past year.
0: Did you know that was his real parents?
1: I did. Yes, they were super so that,
0: cute. <laughs> and that like so, I heard him on uh, something, and that story his mom tells is her, her that's her like that's her actual story.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah,
0: both of the stories like were like. Well, I think it was. Like, I wouldn't probably, be you know,
1: surprised at all, and it's um, with uh, you know. To,
0: with the i think they said most of that story was their story with right. some twists and changes for obvious reasons for story right. and to protect yourself or whatever i was mm-hmm. like oh man and then they did that other great episode the indians on tv it was called it's and uh yeah. it's like why can't there be two and like it, that's and i'm like and a lot of people don't think about that stuff yeah. i was like oh like if i remember my this is like a few years ago i watched tv with my wife and mm-hmm. she told me about the was it the beshail test special test like right, with two the, female characters be, uh, on Bechyl tv Bech- yeah, i always call it the wrong thing which is probably the word <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's like two female characters talking on television without talking about a male character and i'm like what are you talking about that happens all the time she's like all right just pay attention and i'm like oh my god yeah. and masters a nun patched it a ton right right which should not be an accomplishment that should just be the norm right. for stuff yeah yeah the, I thought I and I love disease I love I love to stand up uh, like I've seen him live he was great I love Parks and Rec I loved a lot of stuff he's in and Masters of the None I just it came out of left field for me I was like wow mm-hmm. you are a, an, an insanely in tune adult to the world and media and film and he just took on. and then there was an episode with the grandmother where they took on a, about, about what it's like to get older right and it's like wow yep it, I love that show. I want to watch the whole thing again.
1: No, and and you should. I'm sure that if you I will. do, you, you'll get something different out of it, right? Or You'll notice something different. Which,
0: uh... Yeah, I've already watched the pilot again. Nice. It is kind of funny that, like, as as much praise as we'll give the show, it, it it isn't a traditional television show. No, and if you look where millennials are going, it's we're not sticking with the norms of television. Like, no, it's it's streaming, and streaming is just breaking all. Like Netflix specifically is breaking all of the rules. Like, Jessica Jones could. Ne- sadly would never be on amc or nbc with a female lead all right female uh female showrunner writer director and creator with a female lead Mm -hmm. i wish that could be on cable but uh, but then look they made one of my favorite shows ever uh, did you see it
1: yeah yeah i did i mean jessica jones is 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 fantastic but again i think tv is 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 becoming more diverse especially when it comes to female um behind and in front of the camera and it definitely you know, is, telling but not enough. Stories. Um, not you enough know. for my wanting. No, 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 not enough. But it, they're they're doing a lot. It's better. getting better. It's getting yeah. so much better. You have Shonda Rhimes over at MB, uh, ABC doing <laughs> her thing. Um, running the place. Yeah, you have Jenji uh, Cohen um, in Netflix doing Oranges and New Black. Melissa Rosen uh, Rosenberg. Um, uh, and let me see who else. I mean, there's a few other ones. You know, um, Elizabeth Merriweather, who does New Girl. And, yep. you know, so there's a few that are doing that are doing it. And whether you like the shows or not, they're on TV and we're watching them and they're there for us to consume. Uh,
0: yeah. And is like, great. there's no it's a double standard too. like if uh, like someone, Lisa McCarthy made her, that movie that sucked. Well, I didn't see it. So I won't say it sucked. I didn't it, see it. it did. uh, uh, Tammy? Tammy. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it wasn't good. When that came out, I remember reading things online, be like, "Is this the end of female comedies?" And I was like, "How many dudes make shitty movies that no one even blinks an eye at?" Right, it's like, oh, right. Whatever. I guarantee you, Zoolander Two is going to suck,
1: and it's not going to affect my life. <laughs> no, and no, it's not going to affect you know Ben yeah. Stiller's uh, and and, but, and continue to make movies because that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, Will
0: Ferrell. I love Will Ferrell. I don't okay. love everything he does. Yeah. And most of them have been duds at the box office, but no one yeah. says, you know, oh let's not give Go Will get...
1: Ferrell, you know, a million and or a few million dollars to make movies. Yeah.
0: Did you see Spy by any chance?
1: Spy? Um, With Melissa
0: McCarthy? I did. And... I actually really enjoyed it. Oh, my it. God. Yeah. That was one of the funniest. I laughed so hard in that movie. <laughs> I couldn't get over how much I loved it.
1: I liked it. I liked yeah. it. I know a lot I of people it. are just like, oh, yeah. Um, I know Hyder from True Romance. Um, It's just like, it's just Melissa McCarthy doing the same shtick, you know, folding over, you know, because she's fat or whatever. Yeah, that that definitely may be her shtick, but at the same time, it's just like, that movie, the movie was actually pretty good, it was entertaining.
0: Did he not, did they watch it? I gotta talk to him. Yeah, but you know, we were
1: just shouted them out there, jeez. Yeah,
0: yeah, (laughs) that's (laughs) funny. Yeah, well, it's funny too, but then, and I'm not, this isn't, this is not a side against that person at all, but like, no one ever said that about Chris Farley doing the same thing over and over. Well, we did. Well, I mean... I did. He did. Yeah. I was <laughs> yeah. like, well, I mean, Time Boy's great. Black Sheep was the exact mm-hmm. same movie, but less good. Beverly Hills Ninja was like, come on, dude, just get it together. Yeah, yeah. But, but Spy was... I actually... I loved Spy because I like, well, I think... It wasn't just a Melissa McCarthy movie, though it got marketed that way. Mm-hmm. Everyone else in that... It was... That woman... I don't know her name. But everyone else in that movie was really funny, too. Yeah, no,
1: the ensemble cast was... was 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 really good the movie was actually pretty oh, good left, again so. it was entertaining and sometimes we're just like oh a movie needs to be you know this caliber no it doesn't not yeah. all the time sometimes it just i just want to watch an entertaining movie and and, just and laugh. that's you know and just laugh or, or just cry or whatever the case may be i was just telling my my husband because i saw the um the commercial last night for i don't even know the name of it but for the new nicholas sparks you know no, no yeah, no idea. movie thing um and i'm just like those movies are so bad but i'm like addicted to them like i need to see them because i don't even have a reason i just i just enjoy them Makes That's happy. It. it doesn't even make me happy i wish i oh i wish oh, I could just sorry. be like, it brings <laughs> it brings joy to my heart no most of the time i'm watching these movies and i'm just like oh this is so stupid why we should do that but i am watching every single second of it and i'm waiting for them to like come you know I'm not going to go see them at the movies, but I'm waiting for them to come to a streaming service or wherever where I can see them. I'm just, like, addicted to those movies because sometimes – You hate watch. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But, like, sometimes I just want to, like, escape and into, you know, the the rodeo and the love story, (laughs) and and that's fine. But the thing is, like, if we realize that they're bad movies and we enjoy them, then that's fine. But I think that some people are just, like, really – you know, up their own butts about, about movies and, or TV. And they're just kind of like, no, well, if it's not, you know, if it's not Taxi Driver, I'm not going to watch it. And you're just like, get over yourself, dude. Fine.
0: Movies, music, any art, every art any you art, find right? those people. Exactly. And you gotta, it, it's like, I'm like, it's okay. You can love high art and yeah. love Three Stooges. It's, exactly. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> you could love the original Star Wars and like this Star Wars for its fun value. It doesn't have to be high art it's yeah and i notice that too with like film people certain film people i've i've met i've encountered in my life or especially music people like and then it's funny then you watch the thing that they consider great and you're like this is awful i hate this yeah <laughs> especially with music snobs, like oh my god i'm gonna go listen to this weird uh artsy jazz album that you just don't appreciate i'm like oh there's no melody and i mean i i just i don't know yeah. I I am a sucker for pop.
1: Yeah. But <laughs> bring it back is, to your show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But uh, to me is is very much like it's it's okay if you like something that I don't like it, you know? I can appreciate a lot of things and also know that I don't like them, but I appreciate them, you know, or know that they're bad, but I like them. You know, and oh, it's yeah. fine. And Sometimes I um what I meant, what I meant by those those people that are like super pretentious about it about it is that they they kind of chastise you for what you like or what you don't like instead of just being like, all right, you know, that's cool. That's, yeah.
0: Right. It's like if you tell like someone you like Nickelback and they go down your, I don't like them, right. but someone jumps down your throat. I'm like, you know, it doesn't matter. Right. At the end of the day, it's like <laughs> none of this matters.
1: I guess. I know. <laughs> but right?
0: I, I, I do. Sometimes I, I appreciate people for having their strong opinions towards things yeah, yeah like yeah. film. and like, that's good for you guys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a complete hypocrite because I'm just going to negate everything I just said, right? <laughs> but I'm, like, super – when I'm, like, into something, I'm, like, super into it, and I'm just like, dude, you have to watch The 100. It's the best show ever. You know what I mean? Like, I'm totally into it. If you don't like it, yeah. that's fine. I'm not going to be like, you're such I a never fucking idiot. You know, I'm not going to do that, but
0: – I feel like um, my wife watches that show. Oh,
1: my God. You should totally watch it.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know. See I was going to say it's CW, but then I was like, well, I do watch Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, and iZombie on CW, so yeah. – Maybe I'll give him a pass.
1: Yeah. What is it about the hundred? Um, it's a. Uh, I guess the premise of it was is just the um, hundred kids got sent down to Earth to see if it was still viable to live there, and all hell breaks loose,
0: pretty much. Yeah, that sounds like something my wife would watch. Yeah,
1: it's actually it's actually pretty good. The first, if you can stomach the first four episodes of the first season, like you'll be
0: yeah by the end of the and show you got to give, and that's why I like Netflix, cause like. Uh, the whole season's put up there, so it's like, I'm going to invest in this, and I'm at least going to get a whole season. Sometimes mm-hmm. television did that thing where, like, two episodes air, and then, like, we're done. Yeah. And you're like, what? So sometimes you don't want to start a show. You're like, what's the point? It's just not going to be here in a month.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I feel kind of two ways it's about tra- it,
0: right? It's been, seemed to be changing.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: this year, it doesn't think, like, things didn't get canceled nearly as fast as they used to.
1: No, well, it depends because Except a those. lot of, a lot of networks don't have much, you know, So no. they, like NBC can't cancel anything because they don't have anything to replace They're just, it just like, it uh, we don't know what to do right. anymore. Please, please watch us. Right. NBC is just kind of spinning their wheel at this moment. They're um, like, CBS, what are you doing <laughs> differently than us? Uh, well, yeah. Well, CBS is very broad. So everything, every show mm-hmm. they have is very broad, is very, you know, we're going to please the masses. Um... And for example, NBC, a lot of the comedies that they had in the past, you know, let's say 10 years, 30 Rock, Community, which I know you love, um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, the Parks and yeah, Rec, Rock. The Office, the, yep. those were very almost niche, right? And yeah. they didn't have like great, huge audience. Like they weren't the big band theory because the big band theory is broad comedy and it is meant for a broad audience to get as many people watching as possible. And that's exactly what happens. Oh, That's
0: where I get snobbish about stuff, and I shouldn't, but I yeah, totally do. <laughs> and I've never even seen the Big Bang Theory, so it might be wonderful. I just never—I don't have cable, and yeah. so I can't watch it. So mm, yeah, I just—I think I—I think I would hate it. <laughs> and
1: uh, I mean, or you may not. Like it may just be—I so know enjoyable, what if I like it, you know what I mean? Like you just What's enjoy it, and it? it makes you laugh, and you like it. And you know, and but you may also like it, and know that it's just not as good as I know. You know what is wrong with or me? Something like that, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Nothing can be as <laughs> nothing, good as community. community. <laughs> this, or like
0: 30 Rock. Oh, man. 30 Rock's
1: fucking funny. And, uh, I mean, 30 Rock, uh, Tina Fey is amazing. Have you seen um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt?
0: I don't know why I didn't get into it, and I what? feel like I should have.
1: Finish it. Just try to finish it. It's,
0: I know. it like? stopped. You know, I never have that. I'm like, I know I'm supposed to like this, but I'm not liking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll try it again. I've had that. and I, Maybe I was just not in the right headspace for it, because that's happened to me more than once in life. Mm-hmm. No, it's fun. I like, do we, i have some coworkers like we talk about tv all the time it's great and that's why i, I totally like i just there's certain people like i call my brother i talk to my brother i'm like hey, oh my god how you doing how's ben what have you been watching can we talk about flash last week because it's blah 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 blah, blah. It's, right right it's great like i've had this idea in my head for a long time that i, I want to start a podcast where we only we do reviews of uh season shows that lasted one season oh but awesome. you know, too much work and i'm not gonna do it yeah <laughs> i was like i want to do that but i want someone else to do everything that goes into it and i want to show up yeah so anyone who starts that show needs a guest host a co-host let me know <laughs> because i don't want <laughs> I to mean, do anything else for it
1: i'm not gonna lie it's pretty sweet i do that like i said on, a, on another show and it's yeah. awesome and it's awesome i i mean i sit and i watch the uh, the hundred because we cover the hundred I watch it. I watch it a few times. I'm, I have like four pages of notes. Like I study harder for for this podcast than I did when I was in school. Um, yeah. But then that's it. I show up. I say what I have to say, and then that's it. Everything else, I don't have to do, and that's actually pretty cool.
0: Um, nah, that's like my dream. And then me definitely. and Tyler were doing that with Flash, but then yeah. he was doing three shows, and just and we weren't able to make it work. And I was like, Yeah, it's it's more. I just don't want to do any more work. And then to watch a whole season show, it's like, Yeah. And I also know myself, I'm not good at talking about one topic. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been on movie podcasts, and I'm not that great of a guest at those. Okay. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I if on, you know <laughs> that about
1: yourself, then that's yeah. good, right? Yeah.
0: I, Peter was I was on Peter's show, and, like, they, I mean, talk about encyclopedic knowledge of film. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love talking with Peter. He knows everybody. So, like, we, I ended up doing, like, one about, like, Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. Yeah. And somehow Peter carried that entire conversation so well. I mean, it, it came out great. I think I could do what I did well, mm-hmm. but Peter kept me on task the entire time, and he like knew stuff and like directed. I was like, wow. Yeah. And I respect him and all those cool film podcast people that we're friends with in that group. I'm like, you guys are just, I'm in awe of you when I listen to them. To... When I listen to like True Romance or War Machine or any of those like or pop culture, or pop culture case yeah. study, like I listen to them talk. I'm like, you guys. I'm just like, wow. <laughs> How do you do that? I cannot stay on one thought.
1: I know they're, they're I mean they're fantastic and they're also really great guys. So if I, if everyone seeing, haven't checked out their their podcast you should. And oh, yeah. they they've been I've been, you know, speaking with them for the past few months and just kind of getting to know everybody I've been on um, everyone but True Bromance. Um, as of right now, I'm going on True Bromance later in the month. But oh, nice! They're, they're just really, uh, they're fantastic shows, and they're just really awesome guys. Like, they're I, I can't say I can't say enough good things about them.
0: Now the podcast community is just like the nicest people I've met. It's just like ridiculously, it's just all nice people, and there's like no competition. And mm-hmm. I've even had guests on who have like big shows. Like, I don't want to say big, like, not like nerdist or anything, but you know, like. I just had someone on, and their show's getting like thirty thousand downloads a week, and I was wow. like, "Oh my god!" And I just shot him like an, an email out of the blue. I was like, "Hey, man, huge fan, love to have you on." He's like, "Sure." It's like, oh, that doesn't happen. If you're in a band that sells thirty thousand records, you wouldn't. I couldn't talk to you on the phone. It's just such a. It's a nice thing. It's like, yeah, thanks for it. Everyone. It sounds like even like the people at the top, like the Mark Marons and mm-hmm. and like the big podcasts, they still treat it the same way. Like, oh my god, thank you guys for listening. It means the world to me.
1: No, it's, it's great because I think we put so much effort into it, right? So it's just nice. And like, every time anyone is just, like, hey, I heard, I heard your show, or if they retweet me. I'm always, my, I'm, my first reaction is I was like, really? Hey, mm-hmm. thanks. Like I'm just always surprised at that because
0: I fight the urge to jump down their throat and ask them every little detail. What'd you think? What'd you listen to? This, this <laughs> and that. I'd be like, hey, thanks a lot. <laughs> me too. Me too. And then I do the thing. I'm like, they didn't listen. And just I saying don't know, it.
1: brother, you're not. <laughs>
0: And like you're lying to me you didn't actually listen to it right, i mean I, right. I i look at my numbers i know that's not true but no one <laughs> listens <laughs> uh how did uh we got five get started too because um i man peter and devin are fucking awesome i love that show as well
1: thank you thanks well we peter on his on his movie podcast hydro level four he invited both devin and i uh you know I had been on his show before and then he and I think Devin had also and he invited the two of us to do a top 5 sports movies. And I think mm-hmm. that com- that came out of a conversation that Peter and I were having over the phone about just movies and what ideas can can we do to to just, you know, to do on his show. And then we did the top 5 sports movies and that was just like so much fun. Like, I had a blast with the two of them, and then I got to know the two of them, and I got to know their chemistry, and a few weeks later, I'm just like, you know, why haven't you, like, you guys should have a show. You know, the two of of you are fantastic together. The two of you, your chemistry is unreal. Like, you'd think that you'd known each other for decades and they just met they you know did. last year yeah
0: um, I thought they were like I thought they were in the same room talking to each other
1: it's and no and it, so it's that fantastic and they've never even met in person um That's so, so cool. I was just like you guys should do have a show together and and Peter being the amazing Peter that he is he's just like what well, you know do you have anything in mind and I was like you know why not do something like what what we just did um on your show do like a top 5 of things just stuff anything top five movies top five tv shows food sneakers whatever it is and he was like all right let me think about it and two weeks later you know he was just like all right you know i'm gonna do it here and he sent me like the artwork and uh he got devin on board and i was just like holy shit peter like you move quick brother like <laughs> yeah okay and he's like hey do you want to host it you know have it be part of the Cortez of parts and i'm just like hell yeah i do so I was just, no problem. I, 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 we got everything together. I decided, you know, we decided that I was going to host it. So it became the third courtemparts.com show. Um, and then when they, when we got five started, that's when I was just like, you know, there's three of us now. We should have this be a network. And that's, you know, that's what we're doing. That's what we've been doing. So working with the two of them has has been just fantastic, you know, and they're really supportive of, of what I'm doing. I'm super supportive of what they're doing. And just like as a network, we're just, we're trying to kind of form this kind of, for lack of a better word, like a family of sorts. So, you know, whenever yeah. a show a show drops, whomever show it is, an episode, like we make sure that all the hosts, you know, blasts it and, and supports it and, 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 and puts it out there um, and vice versa, right? So, it's just been really great like technical support like we're, we have chats going on on facebook we talk That's to each other awesome. i spent six hours no lie six hours talking to peter and devin like three days ago and I, and, I, and after a while i was just like guys i have to go like i gotta go you know feed and bathe my kids and, <laughs> and put them to bed because tomorrow's school like and they were just like oh yeah i guess so but oh yeah you know so I, there i joke that um I do. I spend more time talking to Peter and Devon than I do with my own husband. And I see, <laughs> and um, and there was, <laughs> and that goes the same for like my other co-host on on her show, um, uh, Mo. I was just like Mo. I feel like I see you because we record via Skype. But I was like, I see you more than I do with my husband. Like this is crazy. So yeah, it's been it's just been a lot of fun. And Peter then came up with you know another idea. Uh, and I'm just like, yeah, let's do it. Let's have, you know, let's have that go to Coach and Parson. is going to be another show. And then we have a TV feed that we're going to start soon. And so, That's awesome. yeah, we're, we're, I'm trying, I'm building a brand and I'm building a community, I, right? And prop, I hopefully make some money
0: one day if you're not yeah, already.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, you never know, but you know, we really do this because we like it. We do this because we enjoy it. And it's a pain in the ass most of the time, but we're there to support each other through it. So I can just be like, Peter this fucking Skype is just driving me crazy. Like, what do you do? And you know, he answers me back and vice versa. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's been, it's been a lot, a lot of fun, um, to just, you know, have that community, have that sense of like, I'm not there by myself, which is nice.
0: Sorry. I was listening. My cat was like, uh, trying to attack my equipment right off to the side. So oh. I was like, listen, I'm like, pal, get the fuck off of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh, well, thank you so much for doing this. No, um was like, oh fuck, nine thirty. I, I wake up early. I have to wake up early for work, like most people. So, <laughs> like, oh man. Um, so, where can people find all of your awesome endeavors on the
1: internet? You can definitely go to core temparts.com and you'll find my shows that popped us Life, talking Shondaland, and we got five on there. And I'm on Twitter at Carly Vision with a K, and definitely Core Temp at Core Temp um, um, I run all. I run it all. So I'll be that's there. That's you, yeah. Yeah, that's me. Thank you so much, Chris. This this was really a lot of fun.
0: Well, thank you. No, yeah. no, thank you. It's cool. I mean, I've listened to a bunch of shows. It's like i you've on my list of people to ask. But when I joined that group, I had this huge backlog of like twenty episodes. So I've been trying not to book because then I'm like, come on my show, but it won't come out for like five months. Right, right. <laughs> I think that's kind of I don't know. It's not for me. So I finally got it dwindled down, and so it was good. But thank you so much. And um, thank yeah. You. You take care, and I will obviously talk to you on the internet sooner than later.
1: Definitely. Thanks, man. Have a good one. You too, man. Bye.